when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her. So now we see that this plan is unfolding. We see uh, Hagar conceiving. Uh, uh, she's going to have a baby by Abram. And when Hagar recognized that she was pregnant, she began to despise Sarai. She looked down on Sarai. Why? Because Sarai couldn't have no baby. She thought she was barren. And she thought, as, a, as another wife, that she was above Sarai. Yes. Yes. Verse 5 says, And Sarai said unto Abram, My wrong be upon me. I have given my maid into thy bosom. And when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. The Lord judged between me and thee. Now, notice this. She's not upset. And let me read verse 5 plainly. Then Sarah said to Abram, you are responsible for my suffering. I put my slave in your arms. And when she saw that she was pregnant, I became contemptible to her. May the Lord judge between me and you. Now she's saying, after this has happened, this woman has conceived, she's pregnant. The, the Hagar is now uh, looking at her with contempt and she despises Sarah. Sarah not blames Abraham. He says, she said, may the Lord judge between me and you. So in other words, Abraham, you're the reason. You're responsible for my suffering. Because I put my slave in your arms. But she didn't think about it. It was her plan. Amen. Yes. And one of the things that, 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 that we do when we're wrong, we love to deflect. Remember? Let's go back to the garden. What did Adam say? He told God, you gave it to me. <laughs> so, so now, Sarah says, you're the reason why this has happened. And she's asking the Lord to judge between me and you. Notice this, but Abram said unto Sarah, behold, thy maid is in thy hand. Do to her as it pleases thee. And when Sarah dealt hardly with her, she fled from her face. Abraham, Abram, excuse me, was in error. Because he should have never told her to do as, as she pleased. He should have took a manly position and said, treat her right. She's going to bear my son and we're going to do this thing in, in, in decency and in order. But when you run ahead of God, Mount Pleasant, you're always trying to do something to account for what the wrong is that you initially did. Yes, yes. And notice now, as she Hagar is despondent. She's hurt. And because now Sarah, Sarah deals harshly with her, treats her any kind of way, in every kind of way, treats her like she's nothing, and she runs away. Yes. But I want somebody to know that you and I, even in our moment of despair, God will meet you at your moment of despair. Let's look at verse 7. And the angel of the Lord. The angel of the Lord found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness by the fountain in the way to shore. Yes. So, Hagar now is, is, is despondent. She's in despair. But notice the angel of the Lord, and this is a pre-incarnate pre Christ. This is Christ in Old Testament times, the angel of the Lord. He found finds Hagar by a fountain. God will deliver you. You're never alone, but you got to learn that guess what? He's still in control. 
And no doubt when we see that the angel of the Lord found her by the fountain in the way to Shua, she was attempting to go back to Egypt. Yeah. And that was a long, treacherous hike for a, a young lady who's pregnant. So we see this appearance and notice it says, not, not an angel, it says the angel of the Lord. Denoting that this is Christ, uh, pre-incarnate Christ, Christ showing himself in the Old Testament times in the form of an angel to meet the needs of Hagar. Amen, yes. Notice what this word he says to Hagar. He says, Hagar, Sarah's maid, what camels thou? And whether will thou go? And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress, Sarah. In fact, the angel of the Lord already knew what was going on. And really, here he's telling her, you, need, you should have handled this a little different. You need to go back to where you come from. And nine, verse 9 says, And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Return to thy mistress, and submit thyself under her hands. And let me say this. Whenever you leave a situation, whenever you leave a relationship, leave the right way. We got to leave the right way. Are you out there? And don't leave until God is truly telling you to leave. I want somebody to understand that. Because once, sometimes when we do it the wrong way, not sometimes, when we mess up and we leave the wrong way without God telling us, we have to bear the consequences of our actions. I'm here to tell you, if you do it the right way and you leave, God is going to meet you at your, at your despairing moment. He's going to meet you when you feel like you can't go on any farther. He's going to meet you when you feel like all hope is gone. Amen. But the angel of the Lord said, return and submit to him. In other words, one of the things that we got to learn to do whether it's the authority of God or we're under, under the authority of man, we got to learn to submit to authority. Let me just drop word. A lot of things have been said by those who are in authority, even on my job and in different situations I didn't particularly care for, uh, I didn't particularly like, but I had, had to hang in there. And what happens when you're, when you're able to submit to authority, it shows that you have a, uh, a love for for rule and order, and you can you can deal with what is being done. And see, God wants us to submit to authority, certainly His authority, and even the rule and laws of, of the land. But when you just run it, and you're not standing there to do do what you're supposed to do, you'll find yourself lost. Are you out there? Amen. And notice now, I want y'all to understand this that Ishmael was not the child of promise because the child of promise was Isaac. But again, I want to reiterate, because you may not get a promise does not mean you will not get a blessing. And notice this. In 11 and 10, the Bible says, And the angel of the Lord said unto her, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. Notice, she's going to be the mother of many. Yes. Ish Ishmael will become the father to many. And we got to understand that God is a God who wants us to multiply. He tells Hagar that I'm going to multiply your seed so much 
that you won't be able to number. Mm. And notice, it's the blessing that he's given us, not the promise, but the promise for Isaac sounded similar. But there's a difference, because in the generation and the lineage of Israel, Isaac would carry on, Abraham would be the father of many nations, and guess what? The blessings would be upon those who are the offsprings of Abraham, who would bless Abraham and would bless God. God will bless those who, who he blesses, and he'll curse those who he curses. We got to make sure that we continue to rely under the blessings of God. Then she said, he says, and the angel of the Lord said unto her, Behold, thou art with child, and shall bear a son, and shall call his name Ishmael. Because the Lord hath heard thy affliction. And, and that name Ishmael means God hears. And guess what? It's reminding Hagar that God is delivering her. He's intervening on her behalf. This angel of the Lord was the pre-incarnate Christ. And notice Ishmael now will be born. And his name means God hears. I want somebody to know not only does God hear our cry, but God sees us at every avenue. This Ishmael will be the eldest son of Abraham by Hagar. And we're going to find out a little later that Hagar gets banished again. And notice in verse 12, and he will be a wild man. His hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him, and he shall dwell in the presence of his brethren. He's going to be a wild man. He, he, he will be ruthless, and he's going to always keep up conflict. Now, let's do a little, 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 a little lineage here. Ishmael is the father of the Ishmaelites who the Arabians come from. Abraham gave birth to Isaac. Isaac now becomes the father of the Israelite nation. And there's always conflict between Israel and the Arabian nations. In fact, even to this day, they hate one another. Yes. So really, if you really look at what Sarah did in running ahead of God, she created trouble for the future. Are you out there? That's why we have to be very careful when we make decisions that God is not in. When we run ahead of God, when we think we're so clever and so smart that we can take things into our own hand to get the result that we want. And I'm telling you now, the result that you get may not be the result that you want. It may not Amen. end up like you wanted to end up. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. And notice this. He shall be a wild man. His hand will be against every man. There's going to be conflict. Everybody's going to try to get him. He's going to try to get everybody. And he's going to be in the presence of all his brothers. And then 13 says, And she called the name of the Lord that spake unto her. Now God seeth me, for she said, have I also here looked after him that seeth me? She recognized this angel is God. She recognized and gave him a name because what? He sees her. He saw her, her affliction. He, he recognized, and he, guess what? He delivered her from her distress and her despair. 
And God is able to deliver you and I from our despair, our distress. When we run away, when we try to get away, we can't run away and hide. We need to call God. We need to run closer to him and stop trying to get away from everything. Amen. Yes, Lord. But verse 14 says, Wherefore the well was called Bella Haroi. Behold, it is between Kadesh and Marie. And she noted that it's the God that sees. God had made uh, 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 them have a, that well there so that it would be uh, commemorative of him and what he did in that area. And so we, we get two things that are implied in First is a dedication of will to him, to God who had appeared to her, and again, a faith in the promise. Now remember, God is the living one, and guess what? He exists in all generations, and he has power to accomplish promises and blessings which are to be fulfilled even though there may be a lapse in time. In other words, the promise may not, the blessing may not be when we want it, but guess what? It's still going to take place. Yes. And Hagar bare Abram a son. And Abram called his son's name, which Hagar bare Ishmael. And Abram was fourscore and six years old when Hagar bare Ishmael to Abram. And notice this now. His man, 85 years old, or 86, when Ishmael was born. He didn't have any Viagra or any of that. That was just God's blessing. And the same thing with Sarah, when she's almost, uh, when she's in her nineties, a hundred, she goes bear Isaac. But now, I want to show you something. If you have your Bible, stay where you are and turn over to verse 21. Chapter 21, I'm sorry. Chapter 21. And look at verse 8 in chapter 21 of Genesis. Is everybody there? Amen. Amen. I'm going to read this for you. Now, Sarah has given birth. Her name now is Sarah. Abram's name is now Abraham. And they've given birth. Uh, she's given, Sarah has given birth to Isaac. The child, meaning Isaac, grew and was weaned. And Abraham held a great feast on the day Isaac was weaned. But Sarah saw the son mocking the one Hagar, the Egyptian, had born to Abraham. So we see here that once Isaac was born and he was weaned, that Ishmael mocked, making fun, insulting Isaac. So she said to Abraham, drive out this slave with her son, for the son of this slave will not be a co-heir with my son Isaac. So now she won't, her mistress, she won't Hagar and the son gone. Now notice what Abraham replies. This was very distressing to Abraham because of his son. Oh, but look who it'll be. But God said to Abraham, do not be distressed about the boy and about your slave. Whatever Sarah says to you, listen to her, because your offspring will be traced through Isaac. And I will also make a nation of the slave's son, because he is your offspring. My brother, sometimes we are blessed simply because who we belong to. I want you to understand this here now. Abraham has a son that is not of the promise, but because he's Abraham's son, God will bless him. Now, guess what? In real life, we are spiritual Abraham. And I want you to understand 
simply because of where we come from, who we belong to, we still will be blessed. You may say, well, I haven't really been blessed, but you keep on living. God is going to bless you because you belong to him. And I want you to understand, don't let folk tell you that God won't bless you. I'm here to tell you that you may, look, we were adopted into the household of faith. We didn't come through the lineage of the Israelites. And even because we adopted, guess what? We got the same privileges as everybody else. I want somebody to know that indeed we are blessed of God in highly faith. Amen. Yes. Mm-hmm. This, this, this slave woman, Abraham's slave wife, who is a stranger, she leaves now. She left the first time, and God eased the pain. And guess what? She's getting ready to be banished again. And I'm here to tell you the same God is going to ease the pain. Let's read on. He tells Abraham, don't be distressed. He says, I'm going to make a nation of the slave son because he is your offspring. And early in the morning, Abraham got up, took bread and water skin, and put them on Hagar's shoulders and sent her and the boy away. And she left and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. And when the water and the skin was gone, she left the boy under one of the bushes and went and set a distance about a bow shot away. And she said, I came down to watch the boy die. While she sat at a distance, she wept louder. So she's in despair again. She's run out of provisions and water now. And she's out there in this barren land. And I want somebody to know that you may think you're in a barren land, but I'm here to tell you, God can still and will get to you. And all you got to do is cry out to him. And let yeah. him know that you are going through something, and only he can help you through it. Amen. Yes. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, look what God is doing. He asked her, what's wrong, Hagar? And he tells us, and he tells you and I, don't be afraid, for God has heard the boy crying from the place where he is. Get up, help the boy up, and grabs his hand. For I will make him a great nation. Let me tell you something, my brother. If you're down and out, if you're torn from the floor, what you got to do is grab the hand of God and get up so that God can do something in your life. Don't stay down. All you have to do is get up and start claiming and naming in the name of Jesus. Grab God's hand. Grab the hand of somebody who believes as deeply in Jesus as you are. Let them help you up. Get off, from off your feet. Get off on your feet and start crying out and say, Lord, I do believe you will deliver me. I've been running and running and I'm tired of running now. I don't have nowhere else to go, but I do know in you I have strength to tell. In you I have peace and in you I have rest. Are you out there? Thank you. And notice what happens when God is in on your situation. Notice then God opened our eyes and she saw a well. When God opens our eyes, we can see stuff right in our midst that we Amen. never knew existed before. I want to tell somebody, open up your eyes in the glory of God. Let yes. him show you what he has in store for you. No more around. But yes. when God opened up her eyes, she saw a well. What does a well do? A well got all kind of fresh and good water. And sometimes we got to get to the well. And the well is right there. We're in a dry, barren land. 
But when God opens up our eyes, we can see the well, and we got to get to the well. Right. Amen. Yes. 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 Get so to the so she went and filled water skin and gave the boys a drink. Notice, she's providing, God provides for her, she provides for her son. Mm-hmm. And notice this, God was with the boy. God is with Israel. He's got a child of the promise, but he's being blessed. And he grew, and guess what? He settled in the wilderness and became an archer. He settled in the wilderness of Paran, and notice this, and his mother got a wife for him from the land of Egypt. I'm here to tell you that the blessing of God is a great thing. Don't yeah. be discouraged. Don't get upset. Don't be despondent when you don't think you have what you should have. I'm here to tell you, God has a blessing that is exclusive for you and for you alone. You just got to position yourself. When you run out in the wilderness, when you start to cry out to God, I want somebody to know that he's going to answer you relative to your situation, but you got to cry out to him. Not only will he answer your situation, he's going to open up your eyes. He's going to give you that very thing that was lacking in your life for that particular season. But you got to be faithful, you got to continue to call on him, and you got to know that you know that you know that I'm not by myself. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Was a strange of slave mistress that God delivered not once but twice. Mm-hmm. When she ran away the first time, God was there. When she was forced out the second time, God was there. And I want to drop word to single mothers. Don't think, don't worry about anything. You're not alone. The yeah. same God of the Bible that we see work the work in Hagar's life with Ishmael. Amen. able to do the same thing in your life. Amen. I want you to know this. Don't distress over me. Don't yes. distress over those who possibly provided for you and they're not. Oh no. Just continue to call on the most high God. And he'll make sure. He will ensure. He will guarantee that you have what you need at the time that you need. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Too many times we've been dependent on the wrong thought. We've been dependent on the wrong person. And I want to tell women today, you ought not to be defined by a man, but rather be defined by the Most High God. God is who he... God, you are who God says you are. You're not blessed. You are a helpmate for that man who's a godly man. And I want you to stop depending on folk who don't mean you no good, don't want to hey, be what's right, you just yeah. call on God. And yeah. Yeah. all of your needs. Abraham didn't have anybody. Abraham, and he let her go. And guess what? God was right there with him. Let them know that everything's going to be all right. And he said, y'all know, everything's going to be all right. I'm going to do a great work in your life. I'm going to give a, I'm going to bless you with a multitude of nations. Oh, I'm going to bless you beyond what you can even really see. I just need you to hold on and believe in the Most High God. Anybody out there willing to believe and trust in the Lord and know yeah, that everything, yeah, God will be all right. Everything is all right. Yes, Lord. Thank you. 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 Th
number of our prayers. Deliverance, my brothers and sisters, and to the to the women on the call, deliverance is truly yeah. in God. Amen. He's able to deliver you from anything. Yes. So stop moving. Stop feeling bad and despondent and in despair. You got an advocate in Jesus Christ that's at the ready to lift you up and lift you out. But you got to grab his hand. Grab hold. Yes. I heard the old folks say, God's unchanging hand. Reach yes. out, call out, and yes. get up on your feet yes. and get ready yes. to move. Because God is instructing you to go somewhere that you've never yes. been before. And he's yes. going to take you higher.
eternal God, our Father, we thank you right now on this day. Yes, This Lord. is a day where man honors mothers and God, you gave us mothers. Yes. And for those of us whose mothers passed, we remember them and we thank you for the season that they were in our lives. Yes. Lord, we ask that you would bless our mothers, bless our ladies, bless your people, Father. Continue to use us and let us know, even when we're going through something, that you will deliver us. Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. And we thank you for being God, the God that you are. And we recognize that there is no other besides me. So, Father, continue to hold us in the palm of your mighty hand. Father, I ask that you would bless everybody on this call. And even the ones that are not. Continue to use us until you use us up. We thank you now. We honor you now. We praise you now. You be the glory forever and ever. In Jesus' name. And let us say amen. 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 God bless you. Y'all enjoy the rest of your day. You too, sir. Amen. Thanks. Have a good one. Amen. I hope it's not all 